I'm Sarah Archer and you're listening to episode 170 of the Speaking Club podcast. The quote for this show comes from Mary Kay Ash. When you come to a roadblock, take a detour. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Welcome to the show! So the quote that I opened up the episode with is actually very relevant to the topic that I want to talk to you about today and I'll share why in a little bit. But first, I want to ask you, are there areas of your life or business that just don't seem to go the way you want, no matter how many times you try to change things up? There definitely are in mine. Sometimes it feels like I'm banging my head against a brick wall and the trouble is that each time I do it, my ego gets a little bit more bruised and that makes me more hesitant to try again. Have you experienced that before? In the past, I've sometimes quit when things have got hard and I'm determined not to this time because I know what I want to do is possible. Recently, I came across a couple of great blogs one by Avish Parashar and one by Tonya Jenny, whilst I was researching something else. And when I started reading them, I got so much insight into a mistake that I'm probably making that's leading me down the path of suffering and away from the island of success. And this mistake is all to do with these two things. Attention and intention. And if there's any aspect of your life or business where you have or you are experiencing similar feelings to me, then take a listen because this might apply to you too. I'm always talking about attention and intention in relation to speaking and storytelling on the show, but today I'm not talking about your audience. I'm talking about them in relation to your life. And in this context, the definitions are slightly different. Okay, so let's start by defining them so that we're on the same page for the rest of the episode. Attention is the act of directing your mind to listen, see or understand or the concentration of your mental powers upon an object. Intention is a course of action that we intend to follow and also something that holds a space for that which we desire. One big difference between the two, and this is important, is that attention is related to the present, whereas intention is future-based. Another difference is that we focus our attention, but create or state an intention. Attention is also something that we have, And an intention is something we don't have or don't do. It's like making a promise to ourselves. Now, in order to make our intention a reality, we need to use our attention, but in the right way. 
And there are four ways people end up using intention and attention. Three of them are likely to result in disappointment and one is the right way. And I'm going to take you through each of those now. See if any of them sound familiar. Number one. So there are some people who create an intention, but instead of leaving it in the future, they put it in the now. Constantly comparing their present situation to the future they want. Daydreaming, wishing and suffering because there's a gap and taking no tangible action to make a change. So that's number one. Number two. Then there are other people who create an intention, leave it in the future, but also don't focus any attention now on what action they need to take to get there. In this case, they're about as likely to make that intention a reality as me becoming a Sports Illustrated model. So number three. This is where someone is taking action, but they haven't set a clear intention. This is, if you like, the archetypal busy fool whose ladder is likely to be firmly up against the wrong wall. And then the last, the fourth, is the right way. And that's when we have an intention for the future, but focus our attention on the now and the actions that we need to take today to make that future happen. And if we do that and get that balance around that way, so there's a good chance that it will materialise for us. So I wanted to illustrate these four different ways of using intention and attention with a concrete example from my life. And now I've set an intention to get fit and toned and lose around £28 by September when I'm due to get married. Ideally... I want to get married in a, either a replica of the outfit worn by the character Ray in Star Wars, which is all cream or ivory, and will show everything. Or the other thing I'm thinking about is the new Wonder Woman outfit, which is a very short skirt and will also show everything. And by the way, it's a theatre slash movie themed wedding. So uh, that's why these two outfits are in the running. So... With this scenario, if I was doing number one, bringing my intention to the present, I'd be looking at myself now and imagining what I'd look like today in those outfits, which will make me feel upset and like I've got a mountain to climb, which is likely to make me reach for some chocolate, thereby increasing the gap between where I am and where I want to be and making it more unlikely that I'll get what I want. Now, if I was doing number two, I would have set my intention, put a photo on my screensaver of the outfits, and then completely ignore what I need to do to get there, like exercising or counting calories. I will be using that age-old strategy of hope, which, as you probably know, has practically zero chance of success. Now, the third way would be where I'm doing lots of internet searching around the best apps or classes or diets for weight loss, maybe trying yoga or doing a juice diet, but sticking to nothing and having no defined goal or plan to get there. Again, unlikely to achieve sustainable change 
and it will be making me wonder why I'm getting nowhere fast. So for the past few years, I've wanted to lose weight. And in fact, I've done all of those three things one time or another. But this time I need to get the balance right between intention and attention to make sure I don't end up going to my wedding in a big old Jaws inflatable shark suit. Don't get me wrong, I love Jaws, but not as a wedding outfit. So this time I've got to set an intention and then work backwards to get a credible plan together and then pay attention to it every day or as appropriate and take the action needed to make it happen. Now, the question you might have is, that's all very well, Sarah, but how is that relevant to speaking? Well, funny you should ask. It's relevant because I come across a number of people who want to become a great speaker who want to be able to use speaking to sell their idea, product or service. And quite a number of them make all of these same attention and intention mistakes. Some people will create an intention to become that great speaker and then will watch a TED Talk or someone else's Facebook Live or a webinar and compare themselves at the beginning of their journey to someone who's further along. And instead of being inspired to focus attention and take action, they'll be intimidated and judge themselves not worthy, giving up before they've even given it a chance. Others will create that same intention, book in a speaking event and use the hope strategy with little or no development, preparation or practice. And then they'll wonder why on the day their experience of speaking was so awful. And they'll vow never to do it again. And the third group, they'll have a vague idea that speaking is something they should do. And they'll read books, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, maybe do a challenge or watch a webinar, possibly even do a talk or two. But there's no strategy. There's no plan. And they wonder why their message doesn't help them move their audience closer to yes. And then there is the final group. And I hope you're one of these. They set an intention, formulate a plan and then focus their attention on executing that plan, investing their resources to develop their skills and content, taking action to create and make the most of speaking opportunities and recognising they're on a journey which they're enjoying along the way. So my question for you to ponder is, are you getting your intention and attention round the right way to achieve your goals. There is one final point I want to make on all of this, which comes back to the quote at the top of the show. And that is that our intentions are most effective when we can detach from and let go of the when and the how. As you will have experienced, life doesn't always go to plan. Let's say you were starting to speak last year. You might have decided that you didn't want to do your first talk online. Then COVID comes along and that's the only option available. Do you put your speaking on hold until the world falls back into your line or do you take a detour and see what happens? One of my coaches always says to F the how for now because if we get stuck on one course of action... We can become like a blinkered horse, potentially missing out on millions of opportunities and shortcuts to get to our destination. 
Okay, so there you go. Here are your takeaways. Set your clear intention. Create a plan, but don't get obsessively attached to the how and the when. Leave the intention in the future and accept the gap, but commit to closing it one action at a time. And lastly, love yourself and the journey along the way. And I would love to be part of the journey if you're looking to become an awesome speaker that engages and motivates their audience to action. And in fact, next week, I'm doing a free masterclass on the three-step formula for selling when you speak. And I'm inviting you to join me. If you want to find out more, what it's all about, what you're going to learn and so on, and if you want to grab a spot in the live session, then head over to thespeakingclub.com slash masterclass. Thank you so much for listening in again. If you enjoyed the show, remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you would leave a review on ratethispodcast.com slash TSC, that would be fabulous. Have a great week. See you next time. And don't you forget to grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. If you're listening to this show because you want to grow your audience and business through speaking, then you made the right choice because this podcast is the vehicle that can help you get there. But I wanted to tell you about something that will get you there even faster. Something that incorporates all the hacks, tools and tips I've picked up from my years in comedy, theatre, marketing and coaching. And that's my live workshop on the three-step formula for selling when you speak. How to go from struggling to stand out and engage to connecting and converting with authenticity and confidence. This is for you if you're a heart-centered author, coach, consultant or online entrepreneur and you feel like you're not able to have the impact and results you want because your voice and message are not reaching or engaging your audience. This free workshop takes you through the ABC of creating powerful, authentic talks that sell without selling. It will help you increase your audience engagement on your webinars, podcasts, workshops, videos, and of course on stage so that you get more sales, subscribers, followers, and speaking opportunities. And it's completely free. But places are limited. If you want to secure yours, then just go to saraharcher.co.uk slash masterclass to pick the time and date that work for you.